Binary, where we are going to do just that. My name is M. I am an illustrator and a tattoo artist. And unfortunately, my co-host is not here with us today, which is so very sad. Aladdin is very booked and busy planning their first in-person show, which we're very excited Ooh. about. So it's going to be on June 19th, and it's going to be live in New York City. We don't believe that they have dropped the location yet, but if there is a location, I will insert it now. Sick. Okay. <laughs> so, as you have heard, dear listeners, there is another voice on the podcast today. We have the illustrious, the creative, and the most wonderful Drasper of Queerest Gear here today. Yay! Hello! Hi! Yay! It's me. It's you! <laughs> I'm so very excited about having Jasper on today because they... They, okay, so they have been blowing up on TikTok, and which is so exciting to see because in the world of corporate rainbow shit, it's wonderful to actually see somebody who's actually queer, who's actually like putting out real queer content and real queer gear yeah. <laughs> to, for all the rest of us queers to buy, especially during Pride Month when we're being marketed to so incredibly yes, so <laughs> very much so very much so. yes so let's let's just start off with the basics introduce yourself we kind of went over pronouns already but pronouns gender identity anything with your identity that you would like to actually tell people about valid so my name is Jasper. I use they them pronouns. I am the owner of Queer's Gear. I am very non-binary. I've been out as non-binary for six years now. It just I'm very like very boring vanilla non-binary. I'm just like they them chillin. In terms of sexuality, I just identify as queer. I'm currently having like a low key crisis about that right now, where I'm like, am I even attracted to men? Mm. Like. I've, like, identified as bi for a really long time, but now I'm like, do I even like men? Is this compet? So, fuck it. I'm just queer. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I'm monogamously married, so there's... I, I don't really care. I don't need to yeah. know. <laughs> I love that, though. Yeah, and you... How, how long have you been married to your partner? About a year and a half. We got married in 2019, October. We were together before that since we were 18. Oh. We were high school... Not really sweethearts. We were friends, and then we graduated high school, and suddenly we were very gay. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny. They convinced me to break up with my gay Mormon ex-boyfriend at the time. Um, as one and does. Later that summer, we got together. Yeah, as you do. I mean, that wasn't going anywhere, so for... Very <laughs> yeah, and we got together at the end of that summer. We had already decided to room together at U of M, so we we U-hauled it. Hell yeah! Um, and we we were like, you know, we moved in together. I was al- I was always like, my cousin was also going to U of M at the time, so I was like, if this gets totally fucked, I'll just crash at my cousin's for a minute. But it it was fine. It, yeah, it took an, an adjustment because dorm rooms are you know tiny the size they. <laughs> But then it was really awesome, and we've just been living together ever since, and just, yeah, really chill. We we knew right away. We were like, we will get married, but we're going to try and be reasonable about this, and wait a minute. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Do are they in the creative realm like you are, or do they they do their own thing? Not at all. Well, we cosplay together, but aside from that, she is in. Uh, she's a she they. So I'm Got gonna kind of flip between those. She's in nursing school right now, actually. Okay. At Madonna, and they're gonna graduate at the end of December, and they're gonna be a nurse. So, so exciting. I know. I'm really excited for them. It's been crazy because it's also a um, condensed program. What's it called? Where it's like in a year and a half instead of like four years. That's crazy. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> yeah, it's Yeah. Yeah. She's doing school full time and it's it's a lot, but she's doing awesome. Getting straight A's. Getting on that big dean's list. Yes. So. We love that. <laughs> Scholarships. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Literally. Oh, cool. So, like I said, I am so excited to talk to you about your business and how you've been just, like, I I met you a couple years, two, three years ago. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely met at, like, some sort of conference or something like that, and it's just, like, it's incredible to see, like, how your business has grown, and I love seeing, like, how you've updated your products and everything, like, everything's so well made, by the way, guys. It's so good. Thank you. It's so good. But yeah. How how did you start your business? How did it come into fruition? What did you like what were your first products, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Sure. So, I started out I was like making stuff before I started making pride stuff. I was just making like silly accessory stuff like flower crowns and stuff like that and i was big in the anime con scene yes i was a total weeaboo um this is when i was like 18 all up on that anime all up on that super hulak yes self call out (laughs) yeah so i attended a lot of conventions i wanted to sell in the artist alley so i did that a couple of times it was fun and then like right around that sexuality crisis hit two years a year after that gender crisis hit and I was like okay I'm non-binary and pansexual now this is what I am and so I went looking for like merch for myself and this was you know eight years ago and even looking on like Etsy there was nothing yeah it was just it was rainbows it was really obviously made by straight people it's a lot of love is love t-shirts the little the little bathroom sign humans where it's like two girls on the bathroom signs holding hands yeah. and i'm like this is <laughs> just really depressing to look at but there's nothing there's little specifically pan stuff or non-binary stuff and so I said you know fuck it I'll make it for me and I started out with the snapback hats which was kind of wild and dumb in retrospect but I was 18 so it was fine and I started out uh, hand painting them with acrylic paints and it would just take hours and I you know was char- way under charging for them but it was fun it was just something I was doing like part time and like during the summers during college I would do that and and yeah, that was where it started and people liked it at the anime con. So I was like, okay, I'll keep rolling with this. And then I started selling at one or two little prides here and there. And that went like really well because everybody there was gay instead of just like half the people. There. Yes. And so, yeah, I was loving that. I also hadn't been in a lot of queer spaces before I was selling at Pride, which is, you know, kind of backwards or whatever. But like, I was under 21 and I didn't drink, I didn't club really. So this was like my exposure to queer adults and just, you know, being surrounded by a big group of queer people. And it's 
been really great. It's nice to also just have a way to socialize with queer people that's like kind of straightforward on my end. I have social anxiety like a mother and it's just nice to be in a setting where I can like talk to people about my products or talk to people about like what they're wearing and like it's it's sort of more chill when I'm behind the booth. It feels really weird when I get out from behind the booth to go to the bathroom. As weird as that is. But yeah, it's just been kind of slowly growing from there. Because yeah, I started this like eight years ago. And now right after I graduated college is when I went full time. Very stupid. I should have like had a part time job with this. I was not making enough money to go full time. Oh no. I mean, it it was fine. I had I had savings. I'm very privileged to have parents who have money. Ah, okay. They yeah, they never loaned me anything for the business, but like they've been very financially supportive of me as a human being generally. So like I will just say like not everybody can do this. I'm privileged as fuck. Like I'll I'll say it. And yeah, but I was making, you know, just enough to live and dig in real deep into those savings the first year. But I was sort of like finding a lot of events at this point. And so then I had managed to like find enough by like the second year. I was able to like pad out um, the parts of my year that were not June because obviously everything happens in June. And it's like, what the hell do you do the rest of the year? Because yeah, yeah uh, that's why I still do some anime cons just because I people aren't doing pride in December. <laughs> no, not usually. I mean, maybe this year. I've seen some pride. We should. Yeah, because like, I feel like, okay, here's the thing, because there's Halloween gays, and then there's Christmas gays. I have a friend, I two of my high school friends were very much Christmas gays. Beginning of December, Christmas music 24-7, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> yeah. There are Christmas gays. They're out there. Yes. Where are y'all? Yes. Let's make Christmas pride a thing. Yes, absolutely. Especially with how religious Christmas is, just given the fact that a lot of times Christmas is just res- associated with religion. Like, we need we need something that, like, you know, like, counteract that just a tad bit. <laughs> just, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, even if it's not, like, a full-blown event, just, like, friend Christmas, like, Friendsgiving. Yeah. Like, where's our queer Christmas parties? I'm sure that happens in some places, but if anybody's listening to this not in the Midwest, we don't have a whole lot of that. Here. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you started off with the snapbacks, and then, and, like, you've moved on to, like, pins and even, like, mm-hmm. D&D dice, like, that's, like, I love those things. Like, I don't play D&D yet. Yes. But <laughs> but the the dice that you, so, okay, so question, do you, do you make the dice or do you just sell the dice? Yeah, the dice, the dice, I just sell. The dice, I did not design those. I do not make those. Those are through Heartbeat Dice. If anybody wants to check them out, check out their website, shop from them directly. I think they just finished up a Kickstarter and they're about to start another one to get a bunch more flags going. I know they were like looking to do like gender fluid and gay mail and a bunch of other stuff that I can't think of right now. Shameless plug, go check them out. But yeah, I just sell them. And I initially had like started to sell them for like at events. I had never even intended to sell them online, but I was just like, I'll sell them at events because you know, people want to see it in person, play with them a little bit, and then buy them as opposed to buying them online. But then pandemic time, and I'm sitting on a pile of dice like a dragon with a horn. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll just, I'll sell these two. I'm not the only person. I want to say Die Hard Dice also carries Heartbeat Dice, a couple of other dice companies. But yeah, I just... 
I'm very much a nerdy sort of queer. I'm not like a, I'm not a popular gay. I'm a nerdy gay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not to disparage that, but uh, just that's what I am for sure. Yeah, and I have I have a big group of friends who play D and D. We're hopefully going to be able to get back to that um, at some point. Yeah, um, I've but, I've been seeing yeah. a lot of like Zoom D and D sessions amongst the gays. Mm-hmm. They're just like, all right, well, like. We'll set up, we got all of our like pads of paper and everything, and we're just all gonna just do it. It's gonna be sad, but at right. least it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's resources out there like Roll Twenty to be able to do it digitally mm-hmm. or whatever. And if you if you're really like combat light RP heavy, which most gay people are, because we just wanna pretend to be a gay demon who is like flirting with all the other NPCs. Yes. So that's that's pretty good and pretty accessible <laughs> online, I will say. Oh man, that's exciting. So how has the pandemic affected you? Like at least like from like the be- beginning to now. And I guess you can kind of like launch into like TikTok with that as well. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so at the beginning, it was like very terrible. All my events got canceled. Um, I did have Etsy and a website up at the time, but like maybe a quarter of my income was coming in through that. Most of my stuff was through events. And yeah, I was very depressed. Nobody was buying anything because money, fear, etc. Yeah. And I started doing masks for a while. I just went to Joann's. I bought some fabric. I made my own pattern because a lot of the ones out there were uncomfortable and or ugly and I sold masks for a couple months and that was like primarily my income for a while just because people were not celebrating pride people were not buying clothes we were just sitting in our sweatpants nobody's gonna be buying gay clothes to show off if they don't have any place to show it off at so yeah I did the masks for a hot minute and that was rough (laughs) I will say though 10 out of 10 can recommend it fits me the best I had I had to get a child size because I'm so <laughs> tiny. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, and then no shame. I also wear the yes! child size. <laughs> <laughs> but that also like ten out of ten can recommend your customer service because I bought the bigger one because I thought I would fit that size, and then it turns out I didn't. So I was able to return it to you, and you gave me a new one, and it all worked out, and it all happened very fast and it, you were extremely helpful with all of that so thank you you're great yeah, no i want people to have good stuff that they like i had one or two returns re- recently where people are like oops i ordered the wrong thing or whatever and i'm like well you know let's get you the right thing if you're if you're a dick to me i'll maybe make you pay the like return shipping or whatever mm-hmm. like if you're aggressive and a dick to me but if you're just nicely like oh can i get the other thing like i'll pay the shipping for you to exchange it like i want you to have things that you like i want you to have a good experience yeah for sure um shopping for me even if that means i lose money i'm luckily in a place i can like do that and not sweat about it like a big businessman that's you (laughs) yes oh my god very much that's awesome oh right so going into the rest of the year in tiktok so yeah i was doing the masks and then that started dwindling around like November, December, because the announcements about the vaccine were that it was going to be at the end of the December, beginning of January. So everybody's like, I only have to wear these two more months. I'm not going to buy any more masks. Sad. So I had like, yeah, I know. So I had like no income. And I was like, 
redoing my resume i was like time to go work at jets pizza as a delivery driver they're hiring right now (laughs) yeah i did not want to do that but i was like you know fuck it gotta do something but also right around this time i had been hesitant to use tiktok before because for a long time trump was saying i'm gonna shut down tiktok Trump was saying, you know, this is is China's app and they're stealing our data and I'm going to shut down TikTok. And I'm like, I don't even know if he can do that, but I don't want to put a bunch of effort into a a social media site if he's going to shut it down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so as as soon as he lost the election, I went out and reopened my TikTok account. I love that. Oh, God, that sounds, yeah, that sounds super lame. Oh, no, that sounds absolutely correct. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so I was like, fuck it. Biden Biden doesn't care about TikTok. He is busy in his own butt. <laughs> so yeah, so I started TikTok back up. I had been, I had gained followers pretty fast on there. I had a personal account before that, so I knew kind of how to use it. And so I started doing like packing videos and I was doing, actually at first I was just doing like comedy videos. I love making video content anyway. That's the kind of stuff I used to do when I was cosplaying a lot, making a lot of video content, and I already liked doing that and was pretty good at it, if I do say so. And so I got a decent number of followers from that. I started getting a little more orders. I started doing packing videos. And then at the beginning of December, I had one go viral-ish. It was like 100,000 views. It was a really nice big order from someone. And I had put like a sound underneath it that was like, let's support small businesses this December. Like, you know, let's shop small and support them because the pandemic has been really shit. And people responded really well to that. They got really excited. I got like 5,000 followers in a couple of days. uh, Yes. And I was like... Yeah, I was like, okay, okay, this is happening. TikTok is happening. Because, you know, previously I have Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, I have like 700 follows. Instagram, somewhere around 5,000. I've had Instagram since 2014. Yes! (laughs) Yeah, and I have 5,000 followers on there. So to be able to get 10,000 in like a couple of weeks on TikTok, I was like, okay, I think I'll maybe put a little more effort over here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I followed a couple of TikTok gurus, I don't know what to actually call them, people who have good tips, and just started posting a whole bunch. It was really easy for me to film the packing videos that didn't require a lot of time or effort from me. So I would just, you know, film those and blast those out a couple of times a day. And people liked it. I'm I'm like, I don't know why you want to see me pack an order, but if you do, that's great. And it's just been really awesome. I've been able to like go out go live on TikTok as well. People have been really super nice. I'll have like repeat people coming back on, you know, that I recognize their usernames now despite the fact that my memory is shit. So I'm like, I've seen you like a dozen times at this point. And it's just been really sweet and really nice to sort of start to like rebuild something resembling a community when during this whole pandemic it's been nothing. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause my, my wife and I are like really anal too about like COVID stuff. So we had we her, we weren't even seeing our friends until recently when we got vaccinated because uh you know my wife was working in hospitals yeah including on a, on a covid ward during december yeah for a hot second so we were like uh we're not about to expose our friends to that yeah i just yeah so i just had my first actual like friend gathering where all of us were vaccinated we're like wow this is yeah. what we life is like <laughs> i literally just did that a week ago too yeah literally 
oh my god, crazy to be in the same room as other human beings and look at them and hug their bodies Ugh. and know that they're there. Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. Ugh. Yeah, but it's been good to have sort of a little digital sort of grouping family yeah. or whatever sort of forming up. It's been really <laughs> sounding like, an, like a good interviewee. It's been very humbling. <laughs> I am so honored and grateful to have all of you with me. Legitimately, yeah. I am. But, you know, everybody says that all the yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. But um, it's genuine coming from yeah. you, I, I feel. Because you actually are, like, a nice person. <laughs> Can vouch for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah, it's been weird, too, because I'm just a uh, rando. And people will think I'm, like, a big company, and I have to keep repeating, like, no. It's, it's just, just me. me. I'm, like you see in all my videos, I am the one that's packaging all of your things with love. And yeah. Jasper puts candy in almost all of their packages, too, which is such a delightful treat when you get things from them. Yes, thank you. I recently switched to, I was doing Skittles for a minute, but they're they're kind of heavy. Okay. Which is weird. So I switched to, like, weird, dumb toy stuff. So, like, right now it's jumping frogs, like those little plush yes! where you push the butt. And yes! Oh, my God, yeah. I haven't had one of those um, since I was, like, five. <laughs> Right, but it's just, you know, it makes brain go burr in a good mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A minute ago with sticky hands, I've got some, like, really chaotic-looking stickers <laughs> that I got. So, yeah, I just put in something. It makes it more fun when I pack it. It feels yeah. really, it makes it more interesting to watch, and it feels more fun when I'm packing it instead of just being like, this is what you ordered. And, like, usually I would, if I was a different sort of business, I would just put in freebies of my own stuff, but because it's so heavily identity-based. All I know about you is what you've ordered. And if you've already ordered every single gender fluid item I have, what do I Yeah, exactly. You? Because I, I don't know what would apply to you. So I don't want to, you know, give people the wrong thing. So I'm like, fuck it. Everybody loves a frog. Yeah, right especially now. now. Frogs are queer culture right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about oh, that. That's so that's yeah, so great. Frogs are hot in the game. Yes, right they now. they really are. It's just like I haven't got I have I don't go one day through queer TikTok without seeing somebody with a frog, like a pet. Everybody's got pet frogs now. Yeah, they're very yeah, right now. Yeah. They're so cute. I love I don't I'm sure there's like multiple people that are doing this, but I follow this one feminine looking person and they're very feminine, so they always have like makeup on and like cutesy outfits or whatever, and then they just have their frog and they always have like a hat for the frog. <gasps> a hat for them and I'm just like immediate like <laughs> yes oh obsessed. my god obsessed we love we love frog yes TikTok. oh my goodness how did that happen who knows who cares it's there that's all that matters yeah <laughs> oh my goodness it's so fucking yeah weird. have you do you are you interested in doing like collabs with anybody that you've met on the interwebs or are all of your collabs that you've done with your business all like kind of like people that you actually like know IRL. Yeah, no, I've done a few collaborative giveaways and that was just internet people, I think. It was like a big loop. There was like nine of us or whatever. And it was, you know, go follow this person and that person, that person, you get the big pride package at the end. I did a collaborative sticker sheet with Andy Rajani on Instagram. They're a really cool designer. They've got like a really cute style and we've got a pride sticker sheet together. I had never met them IRL. They're based somewhere in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think. Don't quote me on that. So yeah, I've actually just done internet stuff. Anything with IRL people has just been us saying hi to each other. I don't think I've actually done any IRL collabs. Uh, I should though. Yeah. (laughs) 
it's just interesting because like I, I always wonder like especially like in this type of situation like how often do brands like reach out to one another especially right now like because you know like like within queer culture right now everybody's about like like community wealth and like you know sharing you know resources with one another whether that be financial or otherwise and so it's always cool to see yeah. and the sticker sheet is so cute it's holographic is that am i correct yeah yeah oh, every yeah that was part of the so thing good. is is I was like, my manufacturer can make this holographic, like, should we? And they were like, yeah, yes, we absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Gays love shiny. Yes. It's like, oh, shiny, yeah. my serotonin levels just risen by 10%. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? So I have a, a maybe a maybe giveaway happening with two people on TikTok. One is Bumble Kitty Store and the other, I forget their name, they're a huge crochet TikTok. Ooh, um, that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah. They were like, hey, do you want to just like throw a couple of stickers into this? And I'm like, yeah, I can throw in a couple of stickers. They were doing like some big stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'll join. (laughs) Yeah, so that should be fun. Yeah, I haven't reached out to anyone in a minute about doing a collab. And I don't have that many people reaching out to me. A lot of the times what I'll get as like a collab message will be an influencer looking for free stuff from yeah. me. And that's not really what a collab is, but they always use that word. And so I have to be like, what do you actually mean? It's not really a collab. It's an influencer situation. Please call it something else. Yeah. Um, Cause that's fine if you want to be an influencer or work with influencers, but please stop like hiding it under this weird word. That's not actually what that means to try and like make it seem like it's something other than asking first. Yeah, like I feel like it would be it'd be totally different. Just be like, hey, like I have this many followers. Do you offer PR packages? Yes, or like do you? you I I had people say like affiliate or stuff yeah. like that, or you know other things, other things. But when you just like cold call me and be like, hey, do you want to collab? I'm like, please say more. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Like I get it. We've all been inside. It's words are hard, but we gotta like if you want to do business stuff, you gotta have a few more words more words in there yeah. oh man I've been also really loving like the the art that you've been putting out recently like I don't know if maybe you've done that before and then I just have not been aware of it but like your frog and toad are gay art piece yeah that's yeah recent. that was super cute um, I love that thank you yeah, I designed that. I designed that back in December, I think. Spent way too long on it because I was using the wrong drawing program. I was using Illustrator when really I should have been using Photoshop or Clip Studio Paint. But I was I was very confident that I was much better, and this piece would be much better done in Illustrator. Mm. It it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, it took me like twice as long as it should have. But yeah, it was just nice to finally do art again. I haven't gotten to do new designs in a long time because, you know, part of being like a small business like 3D artist is that like I have to be restocking my stuff all mm-hmm. the time. It's not like like print art where you can just, you know, get it reprinted. I have some stuff that's like that, like my stickers, but the hats, I have to make those every single time and it's very time consuming to do that. So I just haven't had a lot of time to design until like semi recently. I did that in December. I did a Furby sticker series so good. in the spring. Thank you. I was very happy with those. So yeah, I definitely want to do more design work and, you know, we'll hopefully have some more time after June sort of dies down to do more design stuff because that's the stuff I find fun. And because like the hats I designed like, you know, eight years ago, like I have, they're, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. They're very generic. Yeah. 
but they work. People <laughs> Which, love them. You know, there's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But like, they're very much just like, here it is. So to be able to do more, you know, intricate or just, you know, different design work than just like put a flag on an item is definitely where I want to be able to move more in the future with stuff. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember if you've posted a lot about it. I think you've posted more about it on like Instagram or, or whatever. Maybe you've posted about it on TikTok. But the Pikachus, the trans Pikachus. Yeah, the trans Pikachus. I'm so excited for those. Uh, so that's actually, yeah, an interesting story. I got stickers of the pr- those printed. I have the trans Pikachus here, but I'm not super enthused by the print job on it. And I'm not sure if it's something I did on my end on the file or whatever. It's just a little bit grainy. Or it might have been because I chose to do clear vinyl because I wanted Mm. um so to describe the piece it is two Pikachus they are both trans they have the little their little tail tips like how Pikachus have different tail tips based on their gender they have the one of their you know affirming gender taped onto the end of their tail they've got electricity flowing between them literally and so I said okay I'll do transparent for these stickers so that you can see the electric part that'll be really cool but then it came out kind of grainy and I don't know if that was because of something I did or something they did or the clear vinyl and then also more beef on the trans Pikachu thing is I was like well I'll get these done on t-shirts and so I put it up and somebody bought one and I was like yay and then I don't do the printing myself I get them printed through Printful Mm -hmm. which is a t-shirt company Um, they they print it they send it out and so you know I put the order in for that and Printful said this is fan art we're not gonna print this oh no you can't this is someone else's IP and I'm like you had no problem with frog and toad or furbies (laughs) But I guess Pikachu <gasps> is too famous. Too famous. To, uh, yeah, to, I don't know, slide under the radar, I guess. I don't know. There's got to be some um, sort of, like, what's the word? It's not plagiarism. It's the other word where you're, you're, I don't know. It'll come to me at 2 a.m. this morning. Yeah. And no, it's a, it's an iffy spot doing fan art. And, like, mm-hmm. I know that. But, yeah, I didn't know they were going to bring the hammer down when they didn't care about these other items. So I'm still trying to figure out a way to bring trans Pikachu to life. It might end up being a print instead. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, the, the world is not loving trans Pikachu <laughs> right so now. That's so sad because I love them and I'm so excited for whenever they are ready. Because it was just, it's such a cute design. I've never seen that. Like, obviously, you've seen, like queer Pikachus or like whatever you know like holding different flags or like different colors to you know whatever but I've never actually seen like what would an actual trans Pikachu look like so creative yeah I, love it. <laughs> I got it yeah I got inspired from like a tumblr post for that like honesty hour and it was a screenshot from some episode where Pikachu was like in a disguise I don't remember if it was Ash's Pikachu or another Pikachu so they had taped the tail on as to to be sort of like a disguise to be like no it's a lady mm-hmm. Pikachu but then people in the comments were postulating well like what about trans Pokemon yeah what about trans Pikachu she's living her best gender affirming yes life. and I was like yeah, yeah, where is trans Pikachu? So yeah, a lot of people focus on like Eevee because Eevee is super gay. Oh yeah, culture. absolutely. I have, a, I have a friend who's got a sleeve of Eevees. Nice. Like, it's, it's queer Oh, culture. absolutely. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Sweet. Oh right. my goodness. So with the world opening up 
and everything to certain extents. Do how what is your Pride Month looking like, or the, the rest of the year? Since a lot of prides are getting pushed into the fall as well. Yeah, it's definitely very interesting. Since I'm fully vaccinated and Pride is outdoors, I feel pretty okay. Like at this point, selling at Pride and masking up if it's like small. And or like they don't have it like enclosed or they cap the attendance or anything like that. I feel pretty okay going to like a smaller one at this point. So my first one is actually this weekend in Ohio. It is Findlay, Ohio. I I have not been. This is a pride I have not been to. But yeah, I'm going to be doing that one. Ipsy Pride is happening on the 18th of June. And that one I'm very excited for because I trust the organizers a lot. I know that they will actually enforce masks. I know that they will, you know, actually keep the vendors spaced out. They're really well run and well organized. And they they also, they lowered the booth fee like way down. And they said, if something happens, if the COVID levels are spiking, we will cancel the event. We will refund your booth fees, which is awesome. Because a lot of other events are like, you know, sign up at your own peril, pay us $200. The event may or may not happen. COVID. Oof. Yeah. So, you know, a gamble. So it was just really nice to have them say flat out, like, we want this to be safe and if it's not it won't happen and we will refund you guys and so it's like oh thank god beautiful so i'm very excited for that one for sure shout out to ipsy Um, ipsilani michigan for actually having their shit together literally yeah it was already pride that i liked and trusted and then they said all that and i was like my opinion has increased enormously um, they even, they split the Pride up into, like, four different events, I want to say. Yeah. So they're like, so that way the attendance is more spread out or whatever. Like, they're, like, thinking this through. And then, yeah, Motor City Pride moved to September. Ferndale Pride moved to October. So I'm waiting to sign up to those till they have the signups out. There's a couple that are going just digital. Kalamazoo is digital. Grand Rapids is digital. And a lot of them I'm just waiting to hear. I'm just checking, stalking their social media, seeing if they're announcing anything yet. Very up in the air right now for what events are going to be happening this summer. Yeah. Or not, <laughs> for sure. But at least you got some um, but that yeah. are, like, yeah. staked down. Like, at least I have these ones. They're somewhat solid. <laughs> right, yeah. I have a few happening. I have a few maybes. And then, like, the big ones pushed back, which, you know, is a lot better. So I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, and I've got, like, an anime con that rolled over for July. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so there's little there's little bits and pieces happening here and there. And then, luckily, yeah, the TikTok has been going really well. So I'm doing a, way better this June than last June. Last June was shit where I was sitting in my basement sewing masks <laughs> and, you know, making minimum wage on those. We also, we moved since then, so now I'm in a home office instead of uh, in the basement. So it's nice to be in a room with a big window, enjoying nature and life and knowing that I will be surrounded by queer people yes. soon. That has been much better than last Yay. year. Yay! Uh, that's lovely. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy for you. Like, I'm so happy that your business is like actually like thriving and people are buying your stuff and that people are actually seeing you. Like I said, I keep, it's a broken record, but like fucking rainbow capitalism. My goodness. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's that's been a bit of an uphill battle too because, you know, people on TikTok will be like, yeah, rainbow capitalism is bad. Target's pride selection is so ugly. Hot Topic's pride selection, terrible. But then they'll make videos rating the pride sections and they'll be like, look at how ugly this is. But inevitably, someone in the comments goes, actually, that's really cute. And then they go exactly. buy it. That's free 
Advertising. <laughs> you are advertising for Target. Oh my god. Stop. Stop. They have like a multi-million dollar advertising team. Like you don't need to do it for free unless they're a mole. I've been hearing lots right, about this. Exactly. Like moles on TikTok. Really? About like how people are just put in to like, to like they seem like they're doing shit for free but they're really not. So... Ooh. Sneaky sneakies. About that, yeah, I'm gonna have to find find all find of the conspiracy things. theories about what I'm talking. About. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that'll that'll go really great. I definitely won't get put on a weird side <laughs> if I do that. Um, oh my god. Yeah, but it's been a lot. It's been a lot of like you know, well, let's dunk on rainbow capitalism, and I'm like. Yeah, but you're you're advertising for them. So how about instead, let's talk about these good gay people and yes. let's get eyeballs on the actual queer-owned companies instead. So I've done sort of like a TikTok mini-series where I'm like recommending some other gay businesses. I've been trying to like really spotlight POC-owned businesses, disabled-owned, stuff like that just because it's even harder for them to get seen. And low-key, I think TikTok is suppressing those. I think TikTok thinks those are advertisements because I've been getting like under a thousand views on those. And I'm like, this is kind of sus. Yeah. This is a little suspect right now. So maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. Maybe it's just because it's a minute long video and people don't want want to watch a minute long video. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I've been doing that. But yeah, that's awesome. But anybody who's listening, go watch Jasper's videos on all the different queer, BIPOC, POC disabled, all those type of people <laughs> that they're yeah. uh, advertising on their TikTok. The username, please and thank you. Queerest gear. It's the same on everything. Super solid. That's part of why I chose the name <laughs> is I was like, this is available on all the social medias. So Queerest gear is mine. Um, super easy. Doesn't get confusing that way. Yeah. So yeah, please watch those because I put stupid amount of time into grabbing a bajillion different screenshots yeah. and doing voiceovers and all this shit. And I'm also trying to make, this is something I postulated on doing like three weeks ago and I'm like only starting on it now, I was making like a pride merch business database. Ooh. Um, yeah. Because I, over my, you know, six, eight years on Instagram, have followed hundreds of other queer small businesses just because I'm like, well, I want to see what you're doing and like, I want to connect with you guys. And this is what I want on my feed. So I follow hundreds of queer businesses, some really small, some like pretty like big stuff that people have heard about. And it's like, I literally, I have the list already, like, and people are asking, you know, who are all these queer creators? And it's like, I have, I have the list. I just need to publish it in an organized semi-organized format that people can actually like look at and say okay here's all these different shops that i can shop from like a big sexy gay shopping hell yeah so love that (laughs) yeah Yeah, so i've been very behind on that which is not good but i will i'm gonna get But you're doing your part with the whole tiktok thing i just think tiktok's like such a wonderful thing i feel like there's way more engagement on tiktok and there's less bots I feel like, unless, I mean, I don't know, like, maybe you've come into contact with bots or whatever, but, like, I just feel like there's a lot more people, because, like, it's just something that you have to, like, you're just constantly going through. Like, it's very easy to just, like, not doom scroll, but, you know, the the happy version of that. (laughs) Yeah. But, Uh, happy happy scroll, scroll, I don't know. (laughs) But, like. Yeah, no, it's way easier to get seen on TikTok than any other social media I've ever Mm -hmm. been on. Like, it is... You can have a really 
shit video and get hundreds or thousands of views. The algorithm, whatever data that China is stealing to, you know, figure out what we like, it's good. It's very yep. smart. <laughs> my my feed is expertly curated with, you know, gay small business TikTok and D&D, queer D&D TikTok and a neurodivergent TikTok to the point where I'm like, do I have ADHD or autism? Because apparently TikTok thinks I yeah. do. Time to go get tested. I wish. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, it's it's a very powerful social media. And a lot of people write it off. They think it's for children doing Fortnite dances. And like, yeah, there are a lot of children on there. There's also grandmas with a million followers. Yes. I follow a couple of those. You could be grandma with a- <laughs> Yes, they're amazing. Yeah, you could be grandma with a million followers, but people are, you know, are very quick to dismiss it because kids like it. And, you know, sometimes kids have good taste, yeah. you know? <laughs> That's another thing too, like I've found on there. It's just like, there's so many more like open-minded people who have kids and they're like, here, listen, like listen to kids when they talk to you. Like- they're, they're not just, like, kids have little brains, and their brains are working real, real fast and trying to comprehend the whole world, and, like, you know, like, and even, like, going back to the whole queer thing, like, you have to teach, like, homophobia, queerphobia, transphobia, and all that shit, and, like, kids aren't born yes. with that shit. You tell them, like, if they can, like, see, like, the go, uh, also, going back to the whole Pokemon thing, if a, po- if a kid can understand that a Pokemon can evolve to something else and, like, just, like, whatever, all people are yes. just... Big old Pokemons. They're just evolving into multiple different yes. things. Yeah, Pokemon's cha- name changed and you respected that. So why can't you respect that for an adult exactly. individual? Uh. Kids get kids get it really easy. They don't even ask questions about it. You just tell them it's this now and they say, okay. Sick. Cool. You know? Love right. that. Well, on that very yeah. positive note, thank you so much, Jasper, for talking with me today and for telling us the story of Queer Skier and letting us all know what you have going on in your world. Do you have anything else going on that you would like to plug or anything that you would like to say as a wrap-up? Yeah, I feel like that's most of what I've got going on right now is just getting ready for Pride events and desperately trying to figure out TikTok. (laughs) That's my life right now. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, follow me on TikTok, on Instagram, Facebook. It's all Queerest Gear, Queerest Gear. And yeah, that's my website too. That's pretty much what I got. Perfect. Woo! Again, thank you so much for coming on, Jasper. And dear listeners, you can find me at Emily Craig Art, E-M-I-L-Y-K-R-I-E-G, Art on pretty much everything, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and then you can also find Aladdin Firm, who unfortunately was not here today, at Aladdin Firm on, again, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And like I said previously, Aladdin is coming up with an actual in-person event in New York City on June 19th with their band, The Space Station. So if you're in the New York area or New Jersey area, definitely try and make an attempt to go see them. All of the concert information will be on their social media, so definitely go buy tickets. And then you can find us at Screaming and Non-Binary on Instagram. You can find us at Screaming and N-B-E-N-B-Y on Twitter. And also you can find us at patreon.com slash screaming and non-binary where you can see video evidence of us doing podcasts and we'll have fun little polls and other things that are extras. 
if you want to follow us and drop a few dollars our way. So, but, and then you can also find us on Spotify and iTunes. It's just screaming in on binary. Leave us a five star rating or don't because we don't accept anything less than five stars. <laughs> Hell yes. And thank you to you, dear listeners, for joining us this day or evening. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye! Yeah!